go once again you have tuned in or started listening to coffee bacon and other sacred things on uh well probably on podbean i keep going radio well okay you've tuned into uh coffee bacon and other sacred things and my lovely co-host miss joyce adams is with me hello everyone and i'm pastor chris graveson and we have a recurring character or excuse me a recurring guest on our on our um show today my sweet um child nina Hello. Which, which Sharon corrected me last week. Uh, Sharon Stickle, when we were interviewing her last week, she corrected me on your name a couple of times. So I have been chastised <laughs> properly. So I will endeavor, at least on the show, to call you Nina. Thank <laughs> you. know how it is with old people. I make no promises. I do. <laughs> I make no promises otherwise. But this is our second video that we're trying to work at, and that we're doing, and we are working out, working it out with fear and trembling, and and trying to figure out what works and what doesn't. So we have now, Corinna, praise the Lord, is home. Excuse me, Nina is home. <laughs> How soon well, you forget? So now I'm in the in, in the church, but yes, you know. she's home from. Uh, well, she's home from school. She's uh, she's uh, foregoing further education for the time being. And gonna gonna get a job and hang out with us for a little while. Apparently, she decided she needs more, you know, dad learning, and, and instead of college learning. You can tell yourself whatever you want. Whatever <laughs> helps you sleep at night. But she's actually in our office, in my office right now, on Zoom, so we can get more practice with the the video and all that kind of stuff. And I'm just so glad you're home. I Me am too. too. But if you hadn't said that, we could have said she was in some exotic location. Yeah, that looks just like my office. <laughs> Same decorations and everything. Well, that's crazy. Nina, if I'm going to call you Nina, you have to pay attention. I, I was. It looked like you were messing with your phone. No, I'm messing with my jeans. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, today is, we're, we're, I think we're kind of taking a, a week off from serious stuff and from main points or something like that. We got something we want to talk about, but... Um, if you're tuning in here, if uh, the best and easiest place to listen to our show is go straight to uh, our Facebook page, Coffee, Bacon, and Other Sacred Things on Facebook. Um, but we're also on um, iHeartRadio and Google Podcasts and Amazon and Spotify and our hosts, Podbean. And you can also go to coffeebaconguy.podbean.com and all that good stuff. So if you go to our Facebook page, please go to the Facebook page and like and follow it because um, that'd be pretty awesome. <coughs> so excuse me. But I'm so excited. We're going to talk about a little about movies now. Mm-hmm. And I have asked my child to try to think of some non-horror movies. That and then I just has... started listing off all the horror movies that I've seen in the last mm-hmm. few weeks, which is a lot. <laughs> but we're, we're psyched about um, about Guardians of the Galaxy is now out. We were just talking mm-hmm. about it. In fact, yeah. Joyce brought it up that we need to go see Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Well, I always do a hard look when, the, when I go by the theater trying to see what's playing. Yeah. <laughs> One of these yeah. days I'll run over somebody turning into Safeway, but... Um... But I have I to... T- and I know I've already talked about... I, I've got to tell you guys about movie i just started watching this afternoon or actually i started this morning never have i thought well no i take that back this is only the second time i've even thought about watching a three hour 
um, action adventure movie. And it was the first one was of course Endgame, mm-hmm. Adventure Avengers Endgame, but this is called Triple R. It's R R R, and it's three hours long. I'm only halfway through it, and it's the best movie that I've seen in years. It is so much fun. It's from it, it's a it's marked as a Hindi movie, but so it's it's from it's Bollywood. It's India. India's um got an amazingly vast uh. uh movie industry there and it is so much fun it is it, I, I i'm not going to tell you the plot because then it's just too much but it is got it has okay i'm excited and i start to stammer and so i need to settle down ch- take a chill pill <laughs> and just take a deep breath okay it is a it's an action adventure movie it has Adventure, chasing animals, chase, running from animals. It has fights. It has big fights, but it also has a big dance number. At least one, because I have, I still have the second half of the movie to go, and it is so much fun. There's not a boring moment in it. It's got a very intriguing, very strong story. I'm loving every minute of it. So I'm I've saw I saw the first half today. So next week I'll have to review the second half of the movie. But it's so much fun. If you get a chance, it's on Netflix. It's a Netflix movie. It's triple R or RRR, whatever you want to call it. And it's wonderful. So if you get a chance. It's only half of it showing at a time? or No, it? no. It's okay. just it's can, three hours and I only had an hour and a half to watch it today. Yeah. So, That's a long movie. Mm-hmm. Which is good. Even with the best movies, I can get bored because, you know, ADHD. <laughs> you need to be sitting in a darkened theater with just a great big screen in front of you where you can't lose attention. And well, I can, it's harder to lose attention. And I can show oh, no. <laughs> my gift that I received from my dear friend Joyce. Put it closer. Look at this. <laughs> it is uncured bacon jam. And I love the way it puts classic uncured bacon jam. <laughs> I'd never heard it before, but I, for bacon guy, I had to get it. Uh, oh, yeah. I, okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a chance and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sniff it. I'm going to sniff it. What? I said, oh, geez. This is the closest you'll ever see to me doing an unboxing video. <laughs> I think those are the most ridiculous videos. <laughs> oh, on the Because they're dragging Okay, on I have opened it. It looks like bacon squished up. What's it smell like? <laughs> you sound like bear. It, uh, what is... Look, when she sits like that with her hand like, she's judging. She's judging me. (laughs) Well, that's a full-time job. No, it smells like, uh, like kind of like bacon gravy. Mm, It does. It does. It smells like bacon gravy. Bacon gravy is best. Ah, I can't wait. I'm going to have a bacon jam and tomato sandwich. I was... I was... (laughs) Tooling down that aisle, you know, and, and I was looking at the different kind of jellies because I like different, you know, flavors of my breakfast toast. And that caught my eye. I was like, what? Cause, Bacon jam? Because she, she loves me. She's my friend. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I am judging you, but it has nothing to do with my stance. <laughs> <laughs> you stink. <laughs> you're just weird. Uh, you should be used to that by now. I was going to say, you grew up it. with it. And you have a lot of it yourself. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Argue with me. Call me a liar. Listen, listen, listen. You got the you got the good DNA. Yeah, she's well, a, kind of. 
She's a, well. I always say, you know, Cecily. Well, no, both of them. I've always said both of them are the triple threat. Now, Cecily favors her mom more, but and Corinna favors my family a little more. But praise the Lord that she's got enough of her mama in her that she's still beautiful. But they're the triple threat. They've got mama's brains, they got mama's looks, and they got daddy's mouth. <laughs> and your temper. Yeah. <laughs> and not a muzzle in sight. Mm. Not a muzzle in sight. Nope, 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 nope. And, you know, there was hope at one point that I might, you know, grow up and not embrace the the goofy. But if I don't embrace the goofy in me, I don't embrace the awesome in me. You know, and the both awesome... of my parents have told me that their we- more weird side comes out when I'm around and I don't even do anything except very stand there. Mu- very much so. <laughs> How do you explain so. that one, Lucy? <laughs> we were we were at a, an event for uh, Brenda's school uh, on Saturday and Corinna and I, N- and I were bouncing you know, comments back and forth to each other, and I just having a blast. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sure we were annoying mom to the nth degree. <laughs> I don't think we've stopped since then. I think. <laughs> well, to be fair, it was also the day after I got home. So, like, yeah. I got one. I got home at one in the morning. So it was like the first yeah. day that we had actually like been together. Oh yeah, and and I have to admit, last night we. Brenda went to bed like a good little soldier at nine o'clock in the evening, the way she's supposed to. And then somebody proceeded to watch YouTube with me for three <laughs> and a half hours. No adult <laughs> supervision. There we, you go. We had so much fun. <laughs> I've not had that much fun watching YouTube since you left, babe. <laughs> there's, I, I, I told him there's a couple YouTube channels that I enjoy watching. But I found that I don't enjoy watching them by myself. I only enjoy them with him. Yeah. <laughs> it's always better to have a, a friend. Or I, things I made him watch a couple different Markiplier videos. So Yes, Markiplier is a YouTuber. He's a super famous YouTuber. He's been doing it for, what, 10 years? Yeah, I think more. he's got 36 million subscribers. Wow. Yeah, just, I mean, yeah, let me look. dude's, wow, dude's wow. making money. I guess. But um, he, he mainly plays video games, horror video games. And yes, they have roped me into watching many a horror video game played by Markiplier, and he's he's foul mouth, but he's so funny. And that's a, I, that's a, I, it's like, wait, oh no, I don't have any booze on my sound effects. <laughs> what happened to the booze? Do Did I? you use that booze? I got laughter, and I got applause. No booze. Nope, no booze. No, no booze. <laughs> we got no booze on this show. <laughs> Yeah, Markiplier has 34.7 million subscribers. Yeah. Good. Great. He's not even the most subscribed to person on no, YouTube. No, but he's he's so funny. And he, I'm going to do this for, for Nina because I love her so much. She wants to talk about a new movie coming out. And it comes out in August, I think he said. I think so. I think and, so. That's and, what I heard. And, you know, for aficionados such as her, it's just called FNAF. But... <laughs> It's Five Nights at Freddy's. And what's really funny is we watched a video about it yesterday, and then he called it Fafna <laughs> instead of FNAF, and it sent me into a laughing fit. <laughs> but it's a it, it, it's a, a horror video game. It's, it's actually the most successful horror video game on PC. It, it never came out on 
you know, any of the other game it's systems. October, not August. October, okay. Mm-hmm. October 27th. And it is going to be a horror movie, but it's, I guess the synopsis of it is it's a pizza restaurant where the animatronic animatronics come alive at night and ah. and do... try to kill the security guard that's what the him. that's what the video game is yeah Math, the actor matthew lillard is going to be in it he's a, a huge actor he plays shaggy in the live action yeah, i know he uh, he's in the scream movie yeah. played, the original yeah he played the uh, one of the murderers in the first scream movie which i love that movie so much and so i'm really really excited for matthew lillard to play in this movie um I'm, so, I'm just I'm I'm hoping Markiplier is in it. You cannot have a Five Nights at yeah. Freddy's movie without Markiplier. In Markiplier it. is pretty much what made he started playing them and loved them and got a lot of people playing them. And so I mean he's instrumental in the success of yeah. the, of the video game. Yeah. But I the good thing is I have a broader scope of video game or forgive me of of movies than Nina. So I've actually seen Matthew Lillard in other roles. I've actually seen him play a cop. Mm-hmm. I've seen him play a corrupt cop, if I remember correctly. I saw him in one in the episode of Criminal Minds that he was in, where he played another serial killer. I think I he was know. in the the Good Girls. The, he played one of their husbands, I believe. Oh. I don't know. He's just yeah, but Matthew Lillard. Matthew Lillard is a wonderful actor. Yeah, he's him. really yeah, good. I like versatile. him. I and like he's him a fun. Lot. He's a fun dude, too. He plays uh, Dungeons and Dragons, and I've seen him do stuff with it, and it's so fun. It's so fun. <laughs> So that, I can't get behind watching people play video games on video. Yeah, I mean, if it wasn't for the funny commentary, it would be fairly yeah. boring. And, and that's one of the things that makes Markiplier so fun to watch is because the games are fun. Plus, you have his stupidly funny, really dumb commentary. Yeah. And I just, I, I honestly say, I just wish he would clean up his language. I know that's him, and I'm not saying he's a bad person because of it, and it's part of the culture, and yada, 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 but uh, that, that, that's one of the reasons why I don't stomach it. I don't watch him very much when you're not around. I enjoy, we, en- we have fun. Nina and I have fun watching him, um, and I have enough fun talking to her that I don't notice the swearing as much, but... I literally turn on Markiplier to fall asleep for a nap. So, <laughs> see, that's the difference between you. I turn on Chuck Swindoll and listen to him preach to go to sleep, and I'm out in 15 minutes. Even though he's a wonderful preacher. Hmm, yeah, but Markiplier's voice is just very soothing. It, it, even when he's screaming, when he gets scared, it's just like it's he gets scared. On. Be he's... more, be more like your father. Yeah. Once he gets scared of the game. The... <laughs> The video, <laughs> like the, the the horror games, will like do a uh, jump scare, and he'll like get startled. Oh, oh those things! Th- some of the jump scares send me over the back of the chair. <laughs> and it's funny. I'm laughing at Markiplier, and then I'm laughing at my dad for almost jumping out of a seat. They Sometimes all, he'll physically be out of the seat. They always make fun of me, and I am the easiest person in the in <laughs> in the room to startle with a movie or something like that. I just <laughs> I don't get startled very easy, and I think it's because I've watched so much horror over the last few years yeah but you also have anxiety you're always up there so. <laughs> she don't look very anxious today you're just cruising today yeah, yeah. i've been babysitting all day so oh, i'm yeah. quite tired oh yes yeah. she got to she's she's babysitting little our little reagan yeah she's um, a handful huh 
Yeah. Oh, she's, she's a sweet. Wonderful. She's, she's beautiful. Beautiful. I love she's her smart, to death. Yeah, One of the top, most talkative two-year-olds I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's but, very smart. Reagan is the baby in our church right now. We have very we have a very small church, and we have one baby and two teens, and <laughs> that's pretty much it right now. So much for youth, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. well, then we'll get them. Nina's about to become a not-teen pretty soon, huh? June. I know. I'm going to turn 20 next month. Mm-hmm. I know. I was telling somebody the other day that when I was tw- turned 21, I made such a big deal about it, how I was bummed that oh, there was nothing more to look forward to in life. They got me a black birthday cake, a black frosted birthday <laughs> cake where I worked <laughs> with black roses on it. <laughs> Morning uh, your teenagehood. Uh, <laughs> it, when I turned 21. That's a good idea. <laughs> one, the one more milestone I have to look forward to is 25 because then I can rent a car. Ah. I didn't know they made that <laughs> distinction. Oh yes, she's she's found out the hard way. <laughs> Probably a good uh, experience behind that decision with the car rental people. Probably. Well, at least now, when if if you come on a road trip with your mother and me, you can actually help drive. When I'm 25. No, I no, I mean in our car, in our oh, car, okay. because when yeah. we when we went to um, was it Colorado Springs? Yeah. Um, several years ago, you were you didn't have your license yet. She didn't get she didn't get her license until she was eighteen. And I didn't so, get it to those till last summer till after I turned nineteen. Oh, that's right. So you were useless a lot longer than you know. Hey, I didn't get mine till I was like twenty one or something. But I drove, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I drove all over the place. No, Chris, be nice. Don't pick on Joyce. <laughs> there, there, she can hit you. I'm getting applause. Yeah, right. I'm giving myself applause <laughs> for not picking on Joyce. <laughs> Because we're not at the radio station. I can reach you yeah. sluggy right here. <laughs> I'm, I'm in reach. I can't. <laughs> radio station, I can't reach. Not without pulling my headphones off and all that yeah. horrible stuff. All that stuff. So, so yeah, I'm a little more daring at the, at the radio station. Because <laughs> she, by the time we get off the air, she's already forgotten it. So You're right. <laughs> Some people tell I mean, me secrets. Don't tell me about so. I tell them that them, people, their secret is safe with me because I remember. Just forget it five minutes after they tell it to me. So, mm-hmm. you know. yeah. And I think it, it's time for on 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 our radio show. Joyce is famous for her stupid jokes. Infamous, probably is more like it. <laughs> My specialty is the dad jokes. The one I I posted it on our on our Facebook page last night, and I just love it. That my kid asked me uh, if if trees poop. And I said, where do you think number two pencils come from? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> it's about poop. <laughs> well, I have to say it's a different one. Anyhow. Uh, did you hear that FedEx and UP- UPS are merging? They're going to go by the name Fed Up. <laughs> <laughs> That's apropos. <laughs> Quite apropos. Oh, um, oh yeah. Here's one you can you can share with Reagan's mom, Rachel. Dear Math, grow up and solve your own problems. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so true. Pretty much how I felt. I hate math. Oh, I love math. I can't I do math. it anymore, but I love it. I'm so I'm so bad at math. <laughs> Me too. I have no aptitude for it. When I went to algebra, I was like, oh man, just help. 
get me through this, please. <laughs> I don't have to I, remember anything, and I didn't. Fall semester of, of 2021, two, 2022, I took intermediate algebra and I barely passed. And then this past semester I took problem solving and I didn't pass. <laughs> <laughs> and I paid attention. I tried my hardest, but I just, I couldn't do it. That was a problem you couldn't solve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Golly. Just, no, I, I always thoroughly hated math. You know, I I brag that she has her mom's brains, and then she can't solve her own problems. I can't solve any kind of problems. What is it? I saw a cartoon where there's Lucy and, and Linus or whatever, and the Peanuts characters, and she, she said, "Only in memes can, or only in algebra problems, can somebody buy thirty cantaloupes and nobody questions it." Yeah. Yeah. Or 15 pumpkins or whatever. See at the store, you see the people in the math problems buying all those things. Yeah. <laughs> if you put it in front of you, you know, okay, you take 30 melons and you take 10. Of, yeah, I understand. Got to have the visuals. Okay. Truly. Well, th th there is something we can discuss. And that we, that I, and I, I really, really, really want to get Joyce, you, you and Nina's opinions and, and your, your takes on this. Because I know... I'll, I'll say this. Let me tell you a story of how this came to be. This is several years ago when we were living in our er, Indiana, and I know the I knew the Lord had called me into the ministry, and I had spent some time uh, as an interim worship leader at a church. But He made it very clear that I was not to be there, you know, permanently, and He called me back to the church that we were serving at, and I just kind of started looking for a full time position. Or a, a a music a paid music position, and I was uh, what is they call them? contacted. There's the word I was looking for contacted by a church in Alabama, and they had a part time music wor uh, worship worship pastor music pastor whatever position. It was a Nazarene church, and they asked us to come down for an interview. And that's how you. I don't know how other denominations do it. In our not denomination, you talk to them and, uh, online or on the phone, and you do an interview that way. And then if they decide they are, are interested in you, they, they pay for you to come down uh, and have a sample weekend with them. And, and, you know, we didn't, I don't, I can't remember. I didn't, I don't think I preached. I don't think I preached. I only have one memory from that time, from the going to Alabama. And that, yeah, that's the pastor uh, talking about fire ants. <laughs> but um, we went down and and had an, uh, a very nice weekend with them and, and, and enjoyed it. The, the the thing that I always remember the most is because, you know, I'm a UCLA fan, born, born and raised. And you get down there and there's only two colleges in Alabama. That's Alabama and, Ar and, and Auburn. Alabama and Auburn. That's it. And so several people when they shook my hand and they knew I was from, you know, I was a Yankee from the North and, but they didn't realize I was from California. So they shake my hand and say, Hey, nice to meet you. Are you Auburn or Alabama? <laughs> I'm like, uh, I'm UCLA. Oh boy. <laughs> and at the time I had the UCLA, uh, fight song for my ringtone and I was leading, uh, leading 
worship team practice on Sunday morning and Brenda had to call me and all of a sudden my ringtone goes off and it's the UCLA fight song and nobody recognized it. Although like, who's that? What's that? <laughs> I just loved it. Well, it's probably just as well they were lynched with it and then what it was. Yeah. <laughs> Not They're, only are you a damn Yankee, but you got that Yankee school stuff yeah. going on. But it was it was one of those things. We had a lovely weekend, and we drove away from the church. Oh, and oh, I gotta say, the office that they had was huge, with a giant oak desk mm. and a ton of bookshelves and stuff like that. I was in love with the office alone. Um, but um, we and we drove away thinking, yeah, we're coming here. This is what we're gonna do. And as we're driving home, and it was a long, it's a long drive from Anderson, Indiana, or from, you know, Alabama, where that where it was, and I can't remember what the town is, to Anderson, Indiana. It's probably about 12, 13 hours. And Brenda and I talked, and then, of course, Brenda did what she always does. She fell asleep while I'm driving, and I just, you know, was praying, and, and more and more, I I felt like, okay, maybe it's not. And I talked to um, our worship leader at our church when I got back and um, she's a dynamite lady and she what she said is I told her I told her about it and I told her it was a part-time position we're we're going to move our our family 700 odd miles for a part-time position which that's what you do if God is calling you to a church it doesn't matter if it's part-time full-time what if God's calling you that's what you go and she said uh, Melinda said Oh, Chris, you know, I, I don't think that's God's best for you. I wouldn't think that that is God's best for you. And we had a conversation about good, what is good, and what is, would be God's best for us. And on one hand, there are scriptures that can help us. Um, and I've, I've, you know, saved a few and, you know, especially... Yeah. For, for those of you not not, not on video, <laughs> papers rustling. Um, the one that comes to mind is is first of all is Galatians five twenty two to twenty five. And you know what I should have done is have these up ready on the computer so I could share the screen and everybody could see. Next time, um, Galatians five twenty two to twenty five, and it's the fruit of the spirit. But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience. Love, joy, peace, forbearance, or patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passion, passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking, and envying each other. And especially when it comes to those things, those things are God's best for us. But it's also one of those things where how do you discern in your heart when you're making a decision? What would be God's best? There, there's quite often in life, and Corinna, you've experienced this at times, and I'm, Joyce, I'm sure you have. Our sweet Cecily is wrestling with stuff right now. But how do you know what is God's will for you? And you know, I have my theories, and I'll and I'll share them eventually. Um, in fact, I think I shared them yesterday in my <laughs> in my sermon. <laughs> go go to Na uh, Clear Lake Nazarene Church on Facebook page. You can hear the sermon; it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but um, 
to I mean, what are what are your thoughts on that? And I'll let me look for some other scriptures if they if they apply that I have some. But you know, what do y'all think? I think it's difficult to discern, especially when you have feelings, positive feelings for each of the choices. You know, I want to get that microphone yeah. less in your face oh. or less. You know, I was hiding behind you. Because we got to see this beautiful face right here. <laughs> <laughs> you hush up, girlfriend. <laughs> Can I bite him? <laughs> there you go. Um, no, it's diff- It's difficult. You, I think you just have to be calm in your mind and, and just go over everything and ask God to guide you because it's tough to decide you know, between two things or two or more things that Maybe what, there's positive things on both of them, or maybe there's positive and negative things. It's just really hard to make those kind of decisions. Yeah. Baby? Um, the first thing that I can think of is like when I was deciding whether or not I should leave school. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a really, really, really hard decision. I was thinking about it and stressing about it for weeks, and... Had a couple different breakdowns within a few weeks. Um, And like in the middle of trying to make the decision, I like I'd gotten together some like fallback plans just in case, like for either decision. Mm -hmm. And so, which I think kind of made it, it made it easier in terms of there were less decisions, but it was still very hard. Um, But my choir, my gospel choir went on, uh, like went to a different church to perform. And by the time we got to church, it was in Ohio and um, my church, my school was in Tennessee. So we had been traveling all day and then we get to the church change into our clothes at the church and then start rehearsal and everything. Mm-hmm. So I was tired and I had been out the night before with friends. She was not so was drinking. Tired. She was just out having fun. Yes. I at was least that's out. what she told me. <laughs> um, but I like, I was tired. I was not in a good headspace at all. And I just, I couldn't sing. I tried singing during rehearsal and I got like, I got through some of the songs and then during the actual performance, I just kind of stood up there and mouthed the words as much as I could. And at one point during the, towards the end of the set, our director had us like, he said, if you feel called to leave the stage and go pray with somebody in the, in the congregation, like, please go do that. And so I just kind of took that opportunity to go, sit in the back where no one was sitting and just kind of take some time. And while I was back there, two or an older couple came up to me and said that they felt God calling them to go pray with me. And like, they asked what was going on. And I told them about like, about the, um, decision and I was just really overwhelmed in general and they prayed with me and they like asked God to show me very clearly what the answer was and like what he wanted me to do and then 
after they prayed with me, I went to the bathroom to clean myself up. And there was another person in the bathroom who like came in as I was leaving. And so I went back to the sanctuary and she then came up next to me and said, Hey, are you okay? And I was like, no. <laughs> Bless said, her hearts. Yeah. She sat next to me and she was just asking me about it and prayed with me as well. And so that really did help me make my decision. And so I think just like prayer and guidance from other people as well is just makes it a lot easier, you know? Well, I think, I think God gave you what you needed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think, and that's, that's amazing. And so, and, and I honestly say, um, now that, that you are home, there is a distinct difference, a good difference in how it feels now that you're back and we know you're not going away again in, in the fall. Mm-hmm. It just, it's, I'm not, yeah. I'm not mourning the loss of the empty nest. I am, I am rejoicing in that our nest is, has got our little birdies back. He's trying know. to say he missed you. Yeah. That, yeah. I, that I'm glad you're home and I, it, it feels good. So I, don't know how long I'll be home. I'm hopeful for the rest of my life, but you know. Well, I was thinking I it won't probably won't feel the same when you're 26 <laughs> and <laughs> working part time at McDonald's. You know, there might be a little bit difference there. Probably, but- I hope I'm not still living <laughs> with you when I'm 26. That would be awful. Not because I'm living with you guys, but the fact that I can't support myself <laughs> on my own. It's getting more and more difficult. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it I. First Thessalonians has a, a verse that I think um, has applied in a lot of different situations that I know in, in, in my um, in my life. First Thessalonians uh, chapter four verses three through five. It's the second page, dear. I'm getting there. And it says, um, "For this is the will of God, your sanctification." Okay, it's th- it, that statement alone. This is the will of God for your life, your sanctification. But it says that you abstain from sexual immorality that each one of you know how to control his own body in holiness and honor, not in the passion of lust like the Gentiles who do not know God. And that just says so much to me that as we're walking with God, if, if we focus on our relationship with God and the day-to-day things. There's there's day-to-day things that we need to do that God is pointing us to and that would be best rather than than um, just good. There may not be nothing wrong with this choice, but we know that the better choice would be over here. And I, I feel like his will for our life more than anything else is our sanctification, our our strength and our a strength in our walk with Christ. So what I've always experienced and what I've shared with others on multiple occasions is if you're trying to make a big decision and you want to know what God's will is, be faithful in the small things. Be faithful on your day-to-day, stay in the, you know, read your, read the word on a, on a daily basis, even if it's just one verse and take a moment to, to think about that verse and, and meditate on it. There's, there's a million different, you know, Bible apps that you can download that will give you a verse of the day. And you can read that. It, it, I know it would be better to take an hour and really study and pray, and, and, and that's good, but at least start there. Mm-hmm. But be faithful, and you know, you know that you're 
where that sexual immorality is a sin. You know that lying is a sin and 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 stealing and you know having evil thoughts of others and all that kind of stuff. Be faithful. Focus on on building your relationship with Christ in the little things. And the big things will begin to come into focus because you're walking with Christ and you're growing in the Holy Spirit. And you know, it every it, it's going to look a little dip, bit different for every person, you know, it, just because we're different. It, it it looks different for me um, than it does for Brenda. Um, Brenda is my sweet wife. If if you're just tuning in for the first time, um, but uh, it it it's going to look different, and it it can be difficult at times. But focus on what's right in front of you and your daily things. And the big decisions will come into focus even even more so. And if you need more, you know, of a push or more wisdom, you ask in your prayers. You can ask for wisdom or the way God just provided two different people or three different people, two different, you know, prayers to just pray with you and to offer that spiritual support. And it's amazing how much of a blessing people who have never met you in your life walk up and they say, can I pray for you? And I'm like, wow, that's just, that's just awesome. And I, when you told me that story uh, a few weeks back, um, it just blessed me more than anything. Cause you know, we, every day we pray, take care of our babies and God did exactly that. So now she's home making me stay up late. Hey, you can go to bed at any time. <laughs> he was looking for an excuse. He was. He was no, going to bed earlier, but he was not play. liking it. Oh, well, and and but it, that I I just re- that really Lord laid that on my heart that that subject of my what is what is good and what is best because there is a difference, you know. It, staying in school would not have been a bad thing. If that's what you know, if that's what you really wanted to do, that's not true. I'm just saying. Yeah, but going, you know, but God has something else for you, and yeah. there's there's nothing wrong with that, and and it's. Of, oh, go ahead. Or, no, no, go ahead. I, one, of the, one of the things that made it so difficult was that, like, I wanted to stay to get like the training in ministry that I needed and I was going to be a psychology major. So, and like that would help me majorly with like being in ministry and um, I would be able to like stay with my friends and be a part of things and like be able to see my friends senior recitals and stuff like that. But it was between that and my father telling me that I needed to take at least a break, at least a year's break. I'm like, that's if, if I don't know, it was something big about you telling me that I needed to take a break from school. Cause the entire, uh, my entire life, the rule has been, if you're not bleeding or throwing up, you're going to school. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's true. Are you bleeding out of your eyes? Are you throwing up? Yeah. No, you're going to school. <laughs> yeah. Well, you were, so, little, were you a little burnt? You were a little. I was you know, very worried about. That's you know, and, and that's the thing so, that I could tell by how you were, yeah. what what you were, not just what you were saying, but how you were saying it and and your struggles. You were as burnt out this this year as your mom and I were last year before this, our sabbatical, and so I could sense that in you. So yeah. I thought I so would, was like, I needed to give you permission. Yeah, and it you, was, or, it was you know. between 
something that I wanted to do and what I knew was best for me. And so that's why it was so hard to make the decision. And then one day I was sitting in math class and I was, I got a quiz. I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. And I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. (laughs) (laughs) An epiphany. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) In math class, no less. Well, and, and, and let me stress, I, I didn't need to give you, you didn't need my permission to, to not go to school, but you needed to know that it was okay with your yeah, mom and I was me. Yeah, I didn't necessarily need your permission, but but, but that's it what it was, kind of. Yeah, help. like your yeah. your guys' support really did help and make me feel like it was an actual option. Yeah, because I know a lot of people that that's not an option for them, and a lot of it is because of their parents. Yeah. So. Oh shoot! And that means we don't have to pay sixteen dollars, sixteen hundred dollars a month next year. So. <laughs> That wasn't the motivation. Didn't have anything to do with <laughs> it's it. It's just a nice bonus. <laughs> so, but it, see, you're in the NorCal district, and this is a wonderful, forgive me, Nor- Northern California District Church of the Nazarene. Um, and this would be a wonderful place to train in the ministry. And, yeah. And, and so. Especially with all the people here and the people that I've grown up with, like the, the, the ministers that I've grown up mm-hmm. with. So. And the most awesomest DS. A district superintendent on the face of the earth. So. It was it was really funny that I went um, towards the end of the semester. I had lunch with one of my religion professors just to talk, and she like she wanted to to have lunch together before I left. And I was saying that like I'm from the northern like NorCal district, and that Albert is the district superintendent. And she goes, "Huh, I just got off of a meeting with him," and I was huh. like. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Everybody knows him. Everybody knows him. He, he came to Trevecca a couple semesters ago to because we have a thing called Spiritual Deepening Week every semester. It's a week long uh, thing. Normally we have, we have chapels Monday, Tuesday, Monday night, Tuesday, and Thursday mornings. So Spiritual Deepening Week is a guest speaker comes in and does chapel every day of the week. And one week we had Albert come and I was like, I read the email and I was like, wait a second. I know that name. (laughs) (laughs) And then I met up, I met up with the the campus chaplain and I was like, you know, Albert. And he's like, yeah, I'm like, that's my dad's boss. And he said, no way. Yeah. And then, and when, when your mom and I came out to visit the chaplain, the campus chaplain is from Anderson, Indiana, where we lived for 17 years. (laughs) We were almost born in the same hospital. Yeah. And so I thought the, the, the Nazarene church is a very small, it's a big, but a very small family. And Albert and Christine Hung are, well, to some people, they're rock stars in the Nazarene church. Other people, they're kind of infamous because <laughs> they don't go with the, they, they don't yeah. always match up with the tradition of you know, all the traditions and stuff it, like it that. It seems to me that's a good thing because it, everything needs shaking up people Mm -hmm. young people are turning away from the church and there's got to be some way to draw them back and i think it's by having new thinking innovative Mm -hmm. ideas and to reach out to the youth well because us old guys are going to die one of these days anyway (laughs) somebody's got to take over i'm a big fan of of i i love tradition there's nothing wrong with traditions i I am not a fan of tradition for tradition's sake. Mm-hmm. Just because we've always done it this way is not necessarily the best reason to keep doing it that way. Sure. But uh, there's a, a book, and I cannot remember the name of it. I read it. I just can't remember it offhand that, that Albert recommended 
when he first came here. Is and it on your bookshelf? Because I'm looking at it. I don't know. But it, it had a line in it that he used. And he said this in front of my children. And they have glommed onto this no matter what. He said, it's okay, as a, as a pastor, it's okay to fail. Just don't suck. <laughs> and that's a quote from, oh, the, from the book. Profound words there. <laughs> well, the, they, reason, the reason we stuck onto it is because he said that at one of the at the first retreat we went to, and somebody else said that's what DS stands for is don't suck. <laughs> <laughs> but and so that's what I've been, you know. But that's that that there are a lot of district superintendents that will not allow or the, who do not take well to the pastors trying something innovative and or whether they're trying something innovative or not and it not working out and in and what that phrase means is if you're gonna do some it's okay to do something different it's okay to be innovative and try something new but if it fails don't let it be because you didn't plan right you didn't you didn't take it seriously that you just threw it haphazardly together it failed because it's not right for your church, it's not right for your community, and you found that out. But just do it well. And give, then give it your best shot. Yeah. And then and then allow the, the results, you know, the Lord to to allow the results that he wants. And so that's why I says, you know, it's okay to fail, just don't suck. And so yeah, um and I I doubt that he'll get a chance to listen to this um uh, podcast or watch the video because he and I don't know two people that are more busy than those two. Maybe our local fire chief is, might be busier than them. <laughs> or, or you know, but uh, so we're not sucking up by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> I'm so glad to hear that. <laughs> I didn't think so anyhow. Well, I think we have talked it out. I think we can, can close. Um, thank you. Uh, well, Corinna, now that you're home long-term, just get used to being on this show, you know, when, when we don't have yeah. any, when we have nothing better to do. And <laughs> the last resort over here. <laughs> You're so adorable. <laughs> You're going to have to let me talk about horror movies at some point, though. That's when, that's what you do on the radio. Well, the cool thing about that, okay, you know what? I should, I just should just take the, take the, take that off because this is the one, the, my podcast, this amazing studio is the one place that my wife cannot say, you can't say that. <laughs> yeah. So I can, I can go on a rant about all six screen movies if I want to. And all I got to do, speech on it. and all I got to do is push mute on the, <laughs> See, that's that the look. Your mic. That is your mother's look. <laughs> if you mute my mic, I'll just take your mic. How's that? <laughs> well, I know marriages would last a lot longer if, if people had mute buttons. Yeah. <laughs> All right. If I had a new button in 2020. <laughs> 2020, the year that was not. Yeah, the year that was not. not. All right. We got to go. Thank you all so much uh, for joining us here on Coffee, Bacon, and Other Sacred Things. And we will see you next time. And remember, God smiles when he sees you.